morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever time it might be when you hear this first episode of the Mama Bee Speaks podcast. It's your hostess with the mostest, Barbara, by first name. <laughs> but I go by Mama Bee or just be to my friends. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome new listeners. Welcome back to the people who have heard me speak on my previous podcast. I'm so glad to be back at it. And I cannot wait for y'all to hear all of the amazing content and the amazing topics that I have in store. I'm going to try to get us some guests on here, get it popping that way. Okay. Um, so welcome to the, to the Mama Bee Speaks podcast. Um, on this episode, we're going to be talking about them special two words. Okay. They're kind of a taboo. I know some of y'all probably tired of it, but I mean, we got to talk about it. Okay. But before we get into our topic, I want to give us a little affirmation for this episode to carry with us until we meet again. Okay, so the affirmation, excuse me, the affirmation for this episode is divinely created for a very specific purpose. My shadows don't define me and I ain't afraid of no hard work. Okay, Ashe, let's get into it. I like my intro song. I know it's cute, right? No, but in this episode today, we're going to get into them two little words that everybody is talking about. And them two little words are self-love. Now, I know, I know, I know. It's clear. Everybody talk about it. It's cliche. Some of y'all probably tired of hearing it. Some of y'all are just like, what does that even mean? Like, look, I'm about to break it down all the way down for you. Okay. Not just down all the way down. Okay. For you. So you get a a better, more real concept of what self-love is and how you are supposed to be applying it, how you're supposed to be working on it so that you can live a more fulfilled and more happy more healthy life okay but i know at first at first um sound you're like oh oh my god here we go but nah baby i'm about to give it to you straight no chaser so (laughs) if y'all ready here we go self-love first of all is not bubble baths taking trips um you know whatever days off of work retail therapy no it yes that is a part of self-love but that's after you've done the work that stuff is easy a little retail therapy a little meditation here here and there you know bubble bath getting some crystals like okay that's cool you know what i'm saying that's that's something (laughs) but it ain't what needs doing right so self-love first of all entails taking the time to yourself that means without anybody else and I know that a lot of y'all don't like to be alone which is why you've had a boyfriend or a girlfriend or 
accepted the mistreatment of friends for so long because you don't like to be by yourself which I was the same way I used to think myself um chronically lonely because I had friends and I had you know boyfriends who always mistreated me not always but a lot of them either you know mistreated me I had fear of abandonment so I either pushed them away but also I wanted somebody I always had somebody on the roster let's just say that um but that wasn't what I needed so and I'm I'm not alone in this because I'm seeing it day to day men we're gonna talk about y'all okay we're gonna talk about how y'all don't like to be alone but y'all like to act like women don't like to be alone even though I love y'all okay and I want y'all to express yourself but we're gonna talk about it one day okay okay <laughs> but the first step in self-love for men and women is taking the time to be alone can you be alone can you look yourself in a mirror do you like your own company can you have fun by yourself like self-love is taking the time to literally reevaluate your entire being like your entire personality who you are because most likely who you are or who you think you are was shaped by the um by other people's opinions or other people's disappointments or other people's dissatisfaction with who you were born to be like who you were when you were born or who you were when you came out the womb and said hey this is my personality whether that was that you were too loud too quiet um you talked too much you didn't talk at all you you know what I'm saying you you had a particular habit that people didn't like you you spoke on things that you weren't supposed to like you were too happy you were too happy-go-lucky or outgoing you like to talk to everybody and and somebody was unsatisfied with that whatever characteristic that made you uniquely you that somebody didn't like or somebody curved and made into something that they can um better deal with that is something that you that made you uniquely yourself and something that might have been um trained out of you like so you have to be willing to go back and break those agreements that you have with those those people and make new agreements with yourself I would encourage any and everybody who can read (laughs) and who feels out of place or who feels like they are not who they were born to be or who they were born as meaning like your characteristics and stuff and never mind um (laughs) But if you feel like you are pretending to be somebody else, you feel like you have taken on someone else's version of what you should look like, I suggest that you or act like, be like, who, whatever. I suggest that everyone read the four agreements. I promise you it will change your life. It will change your outlook on why people make you a certain way or why people try to make you into what they want you to be it will open your eyes to a whole new perspective so breaking those agreements that you made with yourself based on other people's opinions and other people's wants of you that is one of the first things that I had to do before I could really get into this whole self-love journey and moving on to becoming the person that I am I'm a talker okay and I'm social 
but I'm antisocial as well. <laughs> I love people, but not all, not all people, okay? Let's just put it like that. So I had to really get into the agreements that I made with myself based on other people's opinions and then break those and make new agreements with myself about who I say that I am and it's the same thing with you okay self-love is about getting into those into those things and breaking down those those agreements breaking down those habits breaking down those um characteristics that aren't even really who you are once you've done that here comes the harder part okay it's all hard but well not all of it it gets better over time but i'm i'm taking y'all through the hard parts first because that's what you're gonna have to go through in order to get to the place where you only have to take bubble baths or take a day off (laughs) or do some retail therapy and be good you know energetically but the second part is figuring out what triggers you why it triggers you and when it started when that trigger started being a trigger in the first place what particular event took place at the time that this thing this action that people do or people say became a trigger for you so first of all i know i say i talk about triggers a lot on my instagram and i'm sure people are like what are triggers i don't even know where to start with my triggers look i'm about to break it down for you like i said so by definition a trigger is anything as an act or event that serves as a stimulus and initiates or precipitates a reaction or series of reactions so basically something that someone does to cause you to immediately react out of sadness or anger or fear or an intense emotional internal reaction so um you know something that someone says that might cause you to immediately flash back to a moment in time and get angry because that person said or did something that reminded you of that particular time or event in your life and the definition of a trigger and knowing that it's a particular thing you need to go back in your mind or matter of fact don't go back wait until somebody triggers you until they say something or do something that immediately creates that intense um, emotional reaction in you whether it's sadness or um, whether it's sadness or anger or fear whatever whatever makes you flash back to that moment figure out what happened in that moment what that person said or what that person did to cause your trigger to to react okay then you have to be willing to relive the moment that um created that trigger so if it happened in elementary school if it happened in middle school if it was your mom or your dad if it was your aunt or uncle whatever the case may be if it was a friend that you thought was a friend but wasn't really a friend whatever the case may be you have to be willing to go and relive those events to figure out what that person did to create that trigger in you to create that reaction and then you have to be willing to hug that inner child that inner person that younger person because most of our triggers unfortunately 
most of our triggers are created they start in childhood so most likely it's something that we experienced when we were super young for me it was bullying in elementary school that's where a lot of my triggers and a lot of my um my adulthood issues re ended up resurfacing like and I had to realize like okay so this person wasn't really my friend um when they said they were my friend um a lot of my friends or the people that I consider friends abandoned me in the face of um scrutiny from the cooler kids um you know there's there's certain aspects of my body that I got I got bullied for you know and made fun of for being too skinny I've been skinny my whole life and now everywhere I turn around people like girl you done have four kids oh my god you so lucky oh my god people want the body that you have and even though that's true I still be wanting to gain weight sometimes I still be like sometimes like in the back of my mind like dang I wish I could gain weight but more and more lately i'm realizing that that ain't have nothing to do with me that's everybody else's projections on me from childhood that i carried into adulthood that made me dislike the body that i was gifted by god the divine feminine body that i was gifted by god because i not only carried two children i carried two at the same time so i carried three I, I had three pregnancies I carried four children I carried two individuals and then I carried two children at the same time to full term come on somebody that's that's a divine that's a divine body and I'm still skinny and it's still old men young men new men and old men okay stopping me it's still people who are like dang girl you look great and had I known now I mean how I had I known then what I know now you wouldn't have been able to to tell me that I was too skinny or I was oh you a q-tip oh you a giraffe oh you uh daddy long legs and that came daddy long legs actually came from a person who I considered a friend what friend tells their tells their friend that they are shaped like a daddy long leg who does that right but that's something that in adulthood became somewhat a trigger for me because when people talk about oh you're so skinny or your weight or this or that even if they mean no harm even if they mean no malice it's still in the back of my mind triggers something because of the insecurity that was created during childhood so i had to go back as you will have to if you have to be willing to go back and relive the moments that created these triggers that created this hurt that created whatever pain that's left over and hug that child and tell that child that is you but you have to be willing and able to go back and hug that child and tell them hey you you are perfectly made I hear you when no one else wants to hear you I see you when it seems like nobody else is seeing you these intense emotional reactions are because of you and I understand you had no voice or you didn't know how to use your voice when we were there but you are safe now I'm going to take care of you in adulthood I'm going to make sure that my inner child knows that they are loved knows that they are seen know that knows that they are heard 
knows that whatever happened in that moment had nothing to do with them but everything to do with the person people or you know things that um that created you know that trigger or that happened to them it had everything to do with the person or the people who committed the act against them that caused that trigger it had nothing to do with them it's not your fault baby these are things that you have to tell your your inner child yourself at the age that the trauma was created it's not your fault you didn't do anything to deserve that you didn't put yourself in a position as a child or as a teenager without knowledge of better to receive whatever trauma that was thrust upon you. These are things that you have to be willing to do. And yes, it's hard. You're going to cry. You're going to relive those moments. You're going to feel that that trauma. Trauma literally gets um, embedded in your genes and in your DNA, which is why when you're triggered when something happens that takes you back there you you get a rush of all those same feelings you get a rush of the adrenaline you get a rush of the fear you get a rush of the anger you get a rush of whatever the pain whatever you were feeling in the moment that the trauma was created it all comes back to you when in the future you're triggered by it trauma literally and it is scientifically proven proven you can look it up that trauma gets embedded in your genes and your dna so you have to work extra hard to make your body not even go back to that space so that it doesn't react the same way that it takes talking to your inner child and letting them know that they're safe so that your body doesn't go back into fight or flight mode and um you know put out all that adrenaline so you're not angry or turned up or shaking or whatever the reaction is when someone who has no absolute no knowledge of what happened to you says something or does something similar that causes you to react everything else <laughs> this takes practice so your mind is the most powerful thing on this on this planet on this earth your mind can literally transport you anywhere you want to go in your imagination so when you're dealing with trauma in your inner child and you're trying to um, recover or heal from these triggers and this trauma in those moments that you would be triggered you have to let your body know that you're not in the place where you were when the trauma took place you are in the current i'm in the present moment i'm safe i'm not i'm protected i am i'm not even near the people who hurt me i'm not near the person who you know who caused this trauma i'm not in the environment that i was in when this took place so i'm safe your body you have to tell your mind that so that your body reacts to that you have to you can you can trick your your body into thinking that you're on an island somewhere um in the tropics if you really want to it's the same thing when you're doing when you're dealing with trauma the only difference is that you're healing from a bad experience instead of creating a good one right um and sometimes healing the bad experience includes creating a good experience i just recently said in one of my videos the best way to get over a bad experience is cre to create a a good fresh new experience um you know either in the same place or at the same time or whatever but to create a new experience 
that basically overrides that old experience look the past happens the past exists two places in pictures and in your mind and yes it affects us but if you didn't remember it if you didn't know what happened no one else would either that's why so much history gets lost um if it's when it's not written down or when it's not verbally passed down from ancestor to ancestor because it literally the past literally only lives in people's minds in their memories so when you're having this reaction when you're having this what we call a visceral reaction to a specific thing that somebody did not knowing what happened to in your past or even if they do know they're not the person who caused the trauma in the first place when you're experiencing that you have to train your mind to be like okay look we safe this is a new person this is a new experience there is nothing from that time that can harm me now there is no there is no one around from that time that can harm me or do damage right now even if that person even if those people are around this is a new time and a new experience and it's up to you to set those boundaries to keep them from continually causing damage trauma um, bad memories etc etc those reactions in you for those of you who are parents like myself and even if you're not a parent yet if you plan to have a child you have to evaluate and reevaluate and reevaluate again <laughs> how your traumas how your triggers are going to affect your parenting or or are affecting your parenting my anxiety had me treating my son who i love i won't i but i'm i I will admit this now because i have been actively working on it for a, a couple of years but once i realized that i was like wow they're not nobody he's a a, a child like he don't you know what i'm saying they don't they don't they have no not even an inkling or an inclination most of the time we don't know learn learn or know about our parents past until we become adults so you might be anxious from something that happened to you um hell even in early adulthood but in childhood or you might have a trigger and they might they might basically pull they might push the button that triggers that emotion you react because your body automatically goes back to that traumatic experience not realizing that this is your child this is somebody that you birthed or somebody that came from you um you know this is your dna this is a new creation this is not the person or people that caused your trauma so how are you dealing with them are you going off on them are you laying hands on them are you you know how are you parenting how are you damaging or working on not damaging your children because of your past trauma because of your unhealed inner child do not create an inner child in them that they have to heal from when they become adults we have to take the time as parents even while parenting to deal with our traumas and deal with our past experiences in order to be better parents who 
raised children who love themselves and don't require um, or don't feel like they're required to do or perform in a manner that pleases everyone else because they know that they are good just as they are and bring the whole table just by being the person that they are based on who they were born as their characteristics that they had when they developed their little personalities the the quirky habits that they develop throughout childhood and into adolescence and into teenage you know adulthood like we have to make sure that we have to be careful that we're not projecting the our past onto them we have to make sure that we're not making them grow up faster than what they need to or making pushing them into positions to where they feel like they didn't don't have the opportunity to be a child because we are still we're adults by age but in our minds and in our um subconscious we are still those children that are being hurt being you know abused being traumatized being made fun of being bullied being um you know sexually abused being whatever the case may be like we have to make sure that we are actively um telling ourselves hey this is an innocent new life and they deserve to have their childhood be free from my trauma from my from my generational curse i will not pass down what was passed down to me because that's also a thing healing those generational curses is also a major part of self-love and and being who you are becoming the person that you were born to be being becoming again remembering that is really the key remembering and being the person that you were put here on this earth to be okay a large part of that is dealing with the the trauma that was passed down from generation to generation and saying it stops with me this looks like a lot of our parents this looks like a lot of our grandparents and the way that they talk to to the kids the way that they talk to us the obsession of um you know perception the obsession of looking a certain way or keeping things a secret because um they want others to think that they're the perfect happy family even though it's hell going on in that household breaking the curse of you know unnecessarily disciplining our children in ways that they don't even resonate with that don't even they don't even learn from so yeah sure you what going upside one kid's head might work but going upside another kid's head having them looking at you sideways like i want to i want to kill you because <laughs> you didn't have to put your hands on me you could have talked to me you could have told me what i needed to do and or you could have found a way creatively to to show me or tell me what it was that you needed me to do because i didn't understand so that's why it didn't get done it didn't get done because excuse me because I didn't understand what I knew what the task was I didn't understand the assignment <laughs> like so you went upside my head like little, little Terrell and them they might need somebody to go upside their head but little TT little you know what I'm saying little Lala 
or little Jerome don't need you to do all that. He just needs you to show him a way that he understands. But because grandma and them went upside everybody's head no matter what, we think that that's the way to do things. And so it's, it's taking the time to break to break down those generational traditions those generational curses whatever you want to call it in order to create healthier better more fulfilled and more happy children you can't do that if you're damaged from if you are perpetuating the damage from not only our elders and our ancestors but also traumas from people in your past from your childhood so healing that inner child wound whatever it is whether it's a mother wound a father wound there's very there's various types of inner child wounds that we um you know I don't know the name of all of them I know a mother and father wound is is one of them um mine probably something I don't has to do with my peers like I said um but you know there's various things that need to be healed and so i would encourage all of y'all to look into inner child healing shadow work um like i said get the four agreements as well those all are things that have helped me tremendously to change the direction of my life because if you knew me two or three years ago you would uh you would you would know that i'm a totally different person now than I was then I was very very angry and very always just I was always mad I was finding things to be upset about even when there was nothing to be upset about I pushed people away who didn't deserve to be pushed away who actually were probably better for me than the people I accepted into my space but because I didn't and I didn't even know that I didn't deem myself worthy but because I didn't deem myself worthy I didn't even realize I didn't deem myself worthy until I started doing the work. Then I was like, girl, the thoughts that you used to have. I used to be calling myself stupid and ugly and da-da-da-da-da. Like, I did a little bit of, I, I will admit, because somebody needs to hear that they're not alone in this. So I, in certain, in certain situations, would self-harm physically, um, but understand that mental and verbal uh, negativity are also self-harm. Like you can self-harm yourself mentally and verbally as well. And that is something that I used to do. Um, But I used to love to hang around folks who I didn't even feel right being around half the time, but because I felt like they were the type of people who would accept me or they were the only types of people that I deserved to be around. I allowed them in my space, not knowing that they saw my light shining bright as hell. As I'm sure people do a lot of y'all. A lot of people's lights shine so bright and they don't even see it within themselves. And it's the same thing that that's what happened to me. A lot of people saw my light. A lot of people saw things in me that I did not see in myself and they took the people who realized that I didn't see myself took advantage of that. They took advantage. They were they were predatory in the fact that oh she'll give or she'll be she'll be there or she she's gonna be this type of friend. She's gonna do this. She's gonna do that. 
but she doesn't see it for herself oh she's gonna be great but just in case she starts seeing that she's gonna she is great or is going to be great let me make her feel like she ain't shit (laughs) that's basically the gist of how people what we call energy vampires work they see your light they see your your energy they see how dope you are and they attach to you like leeches and leech off of that energy and leech off of that off of that greatness and make you feel low so you don't even take the time to see for yourself who you truly are and what you could be right That brings me to the next thing about self-love, which is setting boundaries. Okay, this this, this is where it gets a little bit easier, um, but you also have to work on this part too. Okay, so setting boundaries. Once you have done that inner child work, and once you have figured out your your triggers and where they originated from, and and relive those. Um, those traumatic events in order to heal your inner child and make your inner child feel safe in the current you must set boundaries setting boundaries is what is going to protect you from from going back to those times or re-experiencing reliving those times in a present moment if you are experiencing something over and over it's because you have yet to learn the lesson and apply the lesson to your current situation to your current life right so if you are always dealing with somebody who you you continue to deal with people you don't trust and they betray your trust all the time yeah it's because you haven't learned the lesson that you were supposed to learn if you are still dealing with people who treat you like crap and you have allowed them to skate treating you like shit then yes people new people are going to come in your life even if you cut off those old ones new people are going to come into your life and treat you like crap because that is what you have allowed people to do and people see who to play with and who not to so you must take the time to set boundaries okay one of my boundaries is that if you talk to me about a problem and I give you a solution or a possible solution and you refuse it and then you come back to me and complain about the same problem I will not deal with you I'm not one of it is my love language to help people it is my love language to others to provide solutions or help you to get out of the pain the perpetual hell that may not have been caused by you but that you are perpetuating by um committing those same actions right so if i give you a solution a way to move up out of this stage or this problem because i've either been through it before i've seen it before i just know I've done enough research to know how to deal with this particular problem and I give you the solution that I know will work and you tell me no I don't want to hear that or I don't care about that or I'm not about to do that or I'm not and you I'm seeing you repeat the same actions and go through the same hell 
I would don't talk to me again about about that. I'm gonna ignore you. You're gonna see. You're gonna feel my energy change towards you because I'm just. I ha, I no longer have time to deal with somebody who is unwilling to make changes or who is unwilling to to do work when there are people who in the future will be paying me thousands of dollars so that they can apply the things that I'm telling them to do. That is one of my, I'm not about to allow you to suck the life and the energy out of me because you are emotionally dumping on me. You are dumping your your problems and your issues and your emotions on me constantly, but you don't want solutions. That is what you call an energy vampire. And no, you can't have my energy. It's too live. <laughs> okay? Period. It's too live. Setting boundaries and holding to them. If people know that they can test your boundaries, baby, best believe 1,000% they will. If they know that they can overstep those boundaries, they going to knock them down. And you're going to be looking like, well, why, how did I end up in this situation again? How did I end up with a new person with the same characteristics or a new situation with the same, um, the same, the same set of circumstances as the past situation that I've already dealt with? Well, it's because you either didn't set the boundary or when you set the boundary, you allowed somebody to knock it over. It is self-betrayal, okay? It is self-betrayal to set a boundary and allow somebody to just knock it over because of who they are. I don't care if it's your mama, your daddy, your brother, your sister, your uncle, your auntie, your child, your uh, best friend since the since the, the first grade. I don't, I don't care who it is. If you set a boundary, and that doesn't mean be disrespectful respect other people just like you want people to respect you and respect other people's boundaries just like you want other people to respect yours however when you set a boundary and you allow somebody to overstep that boundary and you don't check that person or remove yourself from that situation or remove that person from your life understand that you are now committing self-betrayal and let me tell you self-betrayal does not feel good but a lot of us know that because we spent most of our lives doing things to satisfy other people that left us feeling empty, that left us feeling um, sad, that left us feeling unfulfilled. We've been living our lives for other people. And in the process, we've been betraying ourselves because it was something that we really wanted to do. It was somebody that we really wanted to be with. It was something that we really wanted to change about ourselves. And because of someone else's dissatisfaction with that, we didn't do it. There was something that we really did not want to do. It was something that we really did not want to be a part of that we ended up being a part of and feeling shitty about after because of someone else's dissatisfaction with us saying no. Setting boundaries is critical because it avoids, it helps you to avoid those types of feelings. It, it helps you to avoid those types of situations altogether. If you don't eat meat, if you don't, you know what I'm saying? If you don't shop at a certain store per a conviction because of what 
say somebody did or said at that store if you don't hang out in certain crowds if you don't participate in certain activities like drinking or smoking don't do it because someone else does it don't do it because someone else wants you to do it that's a boundary that you've set for yourself you have to be willing to you have to be a warrior about your boundaries you have to be a a mighty a mighty fortress against people who want to overstep your boundaries and if you don't no one else will if you don't protect yourself if you don't protect your boundaries if you don't put yourself first if you don't put yourself um and your needs first if you don't take care of yourself first and somebody oversteps a boundary guess who that's on you you must be willing to put yourself first and in every and all situations at any and all costs look i love my kid everybody knows the only thing well not everybody you might be new here okay but i'm gonna let y'all know now the only thing that i will go to jail for with a smile on my face is my children okay i love them i would do anything for them all the work that i'm doing this podcast that i'm doing right now all the things that i do are to create a better life for me and for them but i do understand that if mama is not good my children will eventually not be good that was apparent that was slapped right across my head in 2020 right when i was seven months pregnant with a new baby matter of fact we can just go back to 2019 when i got pregnant and fell into a deep depression and i wasn't taking care of my children the way i knew that they that the way that they needed taken care of when mama is not good when daddy is not good when grandma and grandpa not good the kids are not going to get taken care of that means putting you first that means setting boundaries that means healing your inner child that means figuring out your triggers and that means taking care of you first that means taking stealing them five minutes to yourself that means taking them 15 minutes to take a shower that means taking those those you know five ten minutes to to pray or meditate or do whatever it is that you need to do it means working waking up a little earlier so you have some undisturbed peace time it means that no matter what on a certain night i'm gonna find a babysitter and i'm gonna go out i'm gonna at least just get out the house i don't care if you take a long walk around the park after dark i don't care what you do okay you can you could go to the theater you could go watch a movie you could go um you know go go drink go out have a good time but whatever you do you need to schedule that time for yourself it means taking the time to understand what makes you better and what makes you bitter okay what makes you feel happy what makes you feel good be so that when you indulge in that activity you can also be happy and healthy around your around your children or around other people period i don't like to share my misery 
I don't. Whether it's with my children, my, my family, my friends, I don't like to share my, my misery. I will disappear on everybody before I go around spreading whatever bad negative energy. I don't care. I'm not about to do it. So, <laughs> self-care looks like putting our needs first. Like I said, whether it's five minutes for a bath or 15 minutes or a night or a crystal or a <laughs> retail therapy, whatever it looks like that, that keeps you in a, in a stable state of mind, that is what you need to do. And a lot of people get stuck on this part because they feel like their self-care and self-love, their activities are interfering with other people's. Listen, those people going to have to figure it out. Those people going to have to figure out what makes them happy and do their self-work and respect the boundaries that you just set. Because at the end of the day, your self-care activities are also a boundary that you have to set and say, this is what I'm going to do for myself. Whether you like it or not. No, I'm not saying to, that, to do anything that is hurtful to other people, of course. I'm not saying to indulge in an activity that you know is detrimental to a relationship or somebody else. Within reason, of course. Be mindful, but also don't do it for nobody else's satisfaction or dissatisfaction. If it ain't hurt nobody... And I, I don't mean a sensitive person to hurt little feelings. If it ain't hurting nobody, get it done for you. That bubble bath, them crystals, that trip, that little time away, whatever it is. Take the time to, to do what it is that you need to do so that you are good mentally, emotionally, physically, as well as spiritually. Okay, I don't know who, uh, how, what y'all pray to, but when I tell y'all that prayer and meditation is always something that has to be a part of my day or my at least at least two to three times a week, I must I must take time to meditate and pray. And sometimes meditation doesn't look like just sitting down. For me, meditation sometimes looks like driving a distance longer than 15 20 minutes and saying my affirmations and saying what i'm grateful for and and saying my my manifestations either in my mind or out loud sometimes meditation for me is writing i love to write i love to write down my now that i have learned how to organize my thoughts now that i have learned how to write about happy things <laughs> and things that I'm grateful for instead of things that I'm angry about or sad about I really truly enjoy journaling like it makes me happy to to look back and say oh my gosh I wrote that down and now it's happening in my real life oh my gosh I I was I was grateful for this small thing and it became this huge thing in my life oh my gosh these miracles keep happening to me because I'm grateful for the things that have already taken place or already have in my life. Meditation can look like a lot of things. I was told by a friend that they had gotten to the point where they were meditating while working out. 
you know different people it's different it's different times and different places and diff like it looks different for a lot of people it don't have to just be sitting down every night in one place um you know it can be it can be something different you can you can as long as you're not falling asleep <laughs> you could do it while you driving you could do it while you you know whatever the case may be but take the time to do it like i said it doesn't matter who what you pray to you must take care of your spiritual your spirit and your spiritual health at least it's a must for me taking the time to maintain a connection with a higher power or within within yourself we're gonna talk about that a whole a whole episode um but (laughs) taking the time to maintain that spiritual connection is essential to all the other forms of your health as well especially your mental and emotional health because it gives you the understanding that even though things might be bad right now or even when great things happen if something bad does happen there is a purpose for it or there is greatness on the horizon there are great things coming it's not just feeding you hope though it's feeding you understanding as well that is all a part of self-love and self-care taking care of you taking care of your mental spiritual physical and emotional and honestly practicing these things helped me to be able to feel my emotions as they come i used to not cry about well i used to only really cry when i was like really really angry or really really sad but i hated crying now child i'm gonna cry i'm gonna cry because something amazing happened and i'm joyful about it one time i cried because this um (laughs) i literally cried because a gun instructor who has like i don't know she has a lot of followers um it's called my sister's keeper defense for any of the women or men but any of the women who want to follow her on instagram and learn tips from a woman about gun carry and um you know tactical defense and all that stuff but i literally cried because she bought a bracelet for me and i didn't know her like i've cried over over the smallest things but in allowing myself the time and space to become who i am i developed the ability to deeply feel any and every emotion that may come to me and be okay with like I accept it I accept I love when I cry tears of joy I accept that I am now a sensitive person or not even now because I've been a sensitive person the whole time but I accept the sensitive side of myself so that I am happier and can live life raw and in the moment and be accepting and loving of the woman that I am of the little girl that I was I love uh, there's there, there's certain songs that make me cry I, if, if I get too hype off a song you might see a teardrop 
But also, if I'm sad about something, I dated a dude for a week and I also cried a little bit because it, he turned out to be a dud. <laughs> and that's cool. It was only like 20 minutes in the shower. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't really that long. It wasn't even a full 20 minutes. It was probably like five, but it's still getting it out felt good. Man, I want y'all to be able to feel your feelings. Women who feel like y'all are targeted by society's BS standards, I also want y'all to be able to feel your feelings too. But men, I want y'all to learn to feel your feelings, cry, laugh, express yourself. I want everyone to be able to express themselves however that looks. Again, if it's not harming nobody, then do it. Get it done. Feel what it is you feel. Feel your emotions. Feel that sadness. Feel that anger. Feel that joy. Feel that happiness. Feel that love. Feel feel it. Because that's a part of self-love. That's a part of maintaining a beautiful relationship with yourself. Self-love on the other side of healing, honestly, is is it hits way different in a in an amazing way. And so, with that said, I hope that y'all have gotten some amazing tips. I, I hope that y'all are learning what self-love really looks like and what it really means and i hope that y'all are able to apply these these things in your real life so that you can feel better so that you can be better so that you can remember who you truly are and be that person unapologetically with all of that being said not only am i providing you verbal tools but i have a whole wellness store so i'm providing you with tools mentally physically emotionally and spiritually to help heal yourself to help you to be more well so what that means is i got crystals and sage for your spirituality with more products coming soon um i am officially putting at least one tea on my website um this week so make sure you go and snag that it's called nervine unwind and it's for people who suffer from just stress anxiety unable to sleep so insomnia things unable to relax um yeah it's gonna get you right it's gonna put you right into relaxation and sleep mode um i also have things for your soul cmos gel got it on deck mine tastes like applesauce get it okay when i tell you that it's a one-stop shop for literally all the systems in your body so mine i put sarsaparilla burdock root and depending on which type you get i have one with elderberry syrup in there and soursop in there as well as the ones with the complete cmos gels with all 102 minerals that your body is made of complete with bladder rack so it, the website is mbremedies.com. Make sure that y'all go on there and start your wellness journey, okay? That CMOS gel is going to help 
with your mental health because it has magnesium potassium vitamin d and vitamin b which are all things all minerals and vitamins that directly affect your mental health um directly affect anxiety symptoms and depression and depression symptoms you may not be depressed you may just be suffering from a mineral deficiency a vitamin deficiency okay it's going to help you with your digestive health it's going to move those toxins and stuff out of your body so if you suffer from constipation or if you suffer from um you know irregular bowel movements or whatever it's going to get that regulated for you it's going to it's going to help your food to digest better um it's going to help with sleep if you get one with a soursop um soursop is literally a miracle fruit it is better at killing cancer than chemotherapy this is scientifically proven a fact not fiction not something that i made up um you also have it's good oh it's good for your thyroid health it's good for your nervous system it's good for your sexual health if you are looking for a natural thing there's plenty of roots there's plenty of options um for your reproductive and and, and your sexual health but the CMOS gel is going to up that libido. So just don't be surprised if you're looking around like, wait a minute. <laughs> I wasn't feeling this way two weeks ago. Yeah, that's it's, it's health. That's what your body is, is supposed to, it's made to do. So, you know, it, you know just, just take that as a sign that, that you're getting healthier. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Make sure y'all check out it's the letter M, the letter B remedies.com to find your physical mental spiritual and emotional wellness tools right after you get this this verbal mental health wellness vibe <laughs> from this podcast okay follow me on instagram oh that's mama b as well as my business, which is just Mama B Remedies, M-A-M-A-B-R-E-M-E-D-I-E-S, Mama B Remedies on Instagram. Um, hit me up. I'm going to be going live probably the Thursday or Friday, each Thursday or Friday, probably Friday after I put out these episodes so that we can discuss what I have said. So now you have the option to talk back. Okay, so make sure you're following it oh that's mama b so we can do the the podcast follow-up the mama b speaks to the audience okay um and join my community man my goal is to build a wellness community full of people who have and do heal themselves and continue to be well through practicing self-love and self-care and um hell loving on their peers in their community that that community support that community love so like i said y'all follow me on instagram make sure you hit up my website for all your wellness needs um i love y'all i appreciate you for being here i appreciate you listening to me i appreciate you taking my energy and using it for even greater things for yourself okay (laughs) Thank y'all for listening. I love y'all and I will talk to y'all next time. Peace, babies.